With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. I have a question. Shh, be respectful of me. You can act like a man. He's colossal. Stupendous. One might even go so far as to say he's mediocre. I guess I should salute you with a worthy adversary and all that, but the truth is, I really did hate your guts. The Self-Signal Storm Podcast. far back as I can remember, Democrats are in league with America's enemies. I, I don't say that lightly, but I have evidence. I'm not just spouting that off. Uh, we all remember Senator Ted Kennedy, the so-called lion of the Senate. It was revealed through documents released after the end of the Cold War that Kennedy conspired with the Soviets to undermine President Ronald Reagan, actually asking the Soviets to interfere in America's elections to make sure Ronald Reagan was not reelected. That's right. Democrats conspired with an enemy of the United States to take out a Republican. That's how trustworthy they are. It was frankly not surprising that it was Ted Kennedy who gave the rubber stamp of approval uh, for Barack Hussein Obama to take over the mantle of the Democrat Party, much to the chagrin of William Jefferson Clinton, who couldn't believe it. Remember, uh, Clinton was quoted as saying, hey, man, what what are you doing, Ted? This guy a few years would be getting us coffee about Obama. And Ted Kennedy was so offended by that, he, uh, he backed Barack Hussein Obama. Turns out it wasn't the coffee comment. It was the fact that Ted Kennedy shared a hatred of the United States. That was shared by Barack Hussein Obama. Barack Obama, of course, upon getting into the Oval Office, first thing he did was to lift sanctions put in place by the Bush administration against the number one state sponsor of terrorism, Iran. That's right. Obama's one of his first actions was to lift sanctions because he believed that Iran were good guys. He, he loved the Iranians, their terrorism their hatred of Christians, their hatred of Jews. So Barack Hussein Obama made sure the money flowed. Then, after eight years of an unmitigated foreign policy disaster, President Trump took over. What did he do? An an immediate campaign of maximum economic pressure. He brought the Iranians to their knees economically. And 
What did Beijing Biden do immediately upon entering office? He lifted the sanctions. And all of a sudden, the money flowed back into the Iranian coffers. And that resulted in, of course, uh, Iran being able to pay for terrorism all over the globe. But you see, Joe Biden did something else. He started taking Iranian proxies off of the terror watch list, took the Houthis off the international terrorist list, uh, did, did Beijing Biden. And what are the Houthis doing now? They're firing rockets at American ships. I'm going to play a soundbite. This was uh, from the Carl Rove Never Trump Network. This is Senator Dan Sullivan. And he was telling the folks over at the Carl Rove Never Trump Network about the situation that Beijing Biden inherited from President Trump. The situation Iran found themselves in in the world. It was a much safer world. Peace was breaking out of the Middle East and Beijing Biden would have none of it. Listen. We should be reimposing sanctions on the oil and gas sector, on their ballistic missile sector. Let me give you one statistic. End of the Trump administration, Iran had about $4 billion in foreign reserves. That's not a lot, okay? Biden comes in, lifts sanctions. They're, they're exporting oil like crazy, natural gas like crazy. Their foreign reserves right now are north of $70 billion. The Iranians, that's what they're funding these terrorist proxies, Hamas, Hezbollah, the Houthis with. That's what you need to do for a comprehensive, strategic, long-term policy of reestablishing deterrence. It's not easy. The Trump administration did it. Yeah, they did it. Bush did it. But of course, you got to be pro-American to want to do that. Instead, the Biden regime is taking terrorist groups off of terror watch lists, uh, making sure the number one state sponsor of terrorism is flush with cash. And then when those people do what they do, kill Americans as they did last week, three Americans are dead because of these policies. Three more Americans are dead because of these policies. Now, Joe Biden says, oh, we're going to start dropping bombs. Oh, really? Yeah. Nikki Haley's there patting him on the bum bum. Yeah, we're going to start dropping bombs, dropping bombs with no strategy, dropping bombs with no mechanism to say, hey, wait a minute. Look, uh, we should be doing something to deter this in the future. Oh, no, no, no. We can't have any of that. We can't take out our enemies. We need to have them around in case we need to bomb them or in case we need to make sure they can kill more Americans. Folks, it's, it's a joke. It's a sad and sick joke that really isn't funny. We talk about the foreign policy disaster that has been the Beijing Biden Obama regime. Coming up next on the Salcedo Storm podcast. And now a word from our sponsor. Is Bidenomics really screwing up your world? Let American Medical Plans relieve one burden, health insurance. American Medical Plan specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays and no deductibles. You choose your doctors, you choose your hospitals. These plans have nothing to do with your income and are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If Obamacare has you paying out the nose, call American Medical Plans. Don't let these Marxists destroy one-sixth of the U.S. economy and your access to health care without a fight. You deserve better. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you, not the A liberty-loving American takes on Washington, Hollywood, and the whole media establishment. He's Chris Salcedo. Join his fight. Tune in to The Chris Salcedo Show 
every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. How can switching to Patriot Mobile help you? First, when you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're not going to be funding a left-wing company. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative cell phone company. They donate to the causes you and I support. How else can it help you? Well, it will keep voices like mine independent. You switch over to Patriot Mobile. They have industry-leading reliability because they're not just one network. They have all three major networks. And every single time you switch to Patriot Mobile using my promo code STORM, you support me and you keep my voice independent. So just in case somebody in the woke crowd tries to come around and cancel me, they can't because you have the power. So go to PatriotMobile.com slash Storm. PatriotMobile.com slash Storm and switch today. Can also dial 972-PATRIOT. Check out all their discounts. Stop funding your political opposition. Help keep me independent. Spend your hard-earned money on folks who have your values, not the woke crowd. 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Storm. Do you ever wonder what it would be like to trust that where you get your news is accurate and pro-citizen? Well, Texas Scorecard has you covered. We give you real news for real Texans. Go to TexasScorecard.com today. Retired Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer, Newsmax contributor, and he's the president of Project Sentinel. We also have Brigadier General Blaine Holt, Newsmax contributor, Air Force veteran, C-17 commander, and tech entrepreneur and co-founder of Restore Liberty. Gentlemen, welcome. Hey, you. So let's uh, you and I talk about uh, talk about what happened recently with this attack. Another Iranian-backed attack that this time kills three Americans, wounds scores of others. Before we get into the how and why this could happen and who's to blame, our our mutual friend Colonel John Mills wrote a piece on Substack about how. He's mapping out the conflicts, at least 11 major inflection points around the globe, and everything is pointing to him to a world at war. Colonel, what is your evaluation of that? Because this is probably the biggest fear Americans have is that we're, because of American weakness, descending into a world at war. I think it's a lack of clarity across the board, Chris. I mean, look, I I try to look at history for lessons that we can apply to today. And one of the things I've noticed before the last World War is that it, it, while we saw what was coming, we uh, we had a, a fairly clear view of right and wrong. Yeah, FDR tried to keep us out, kind of, of World War II. And, yeah, but the thing was, though, even though he was trying, at least staying, the policy was to not get involved. We were actually arming everybody. That's a clue. And we were ramping up. One yeah. of the things that Blaine and I have gone back and forth over several times is strategy. Uh, they had during the inter- interwar years between World War One, World War Two, come up with what they call the Rainbow Plans, and now it has nothing to do with DEI. It had to do with the fact that they gave a color to each threat yeah. and then did a plan. They basically, the War Co- Army War College and Navy War College sat down and did a series of what-ifs. What if this happens, what do we do? And so at least then, Chris, that we were thinking through what would be necessary to achieve victory if we went to war. Now, I can tell you, and Blaine knows the people. I don't want to, you know, mention names here on air, but we tried uh, through the Army War College to do this 10 years ago. It's like, look, we see kind of these war clouds on the horizon. Maybe we should be thinking about this. And uh, senior leadership said, yeah, it's too hard to do. <laughs> so, it's like, wow. so the end result is, uh, is like, yeah, it's like we see all this chaos, and we understand that there's things that we ne- may not necessarily be able to con- control, especially when you've got people in the White House who don't understand how to establish an effective policy. 
at least we had a sense of where we could go and what we had to do in World War II. We rolled into World War II prepared. Right now, we have no policy, we have no preparation, we have no strategy. And that's why, Chris, I think the American people, while they can't put their finger on it, I think they're uneasy because they see the chaos, which is before us, with nobody in any leadership position who has a plan to do anything. And General, if I can bring it to today, because I think there's a a major difference between what we endured back in the era of World War II, maybe even World War I, uh, in, in the United States of America, and what we're enduring today. Back then, we didn't have an entire political party and infiltrators in our government that were so numerous, these individuals who have this this mindset that says, hey, you know what? Maybe our enemies have a point. You know, uh, the, the anti-Americanism, the anti-Westernism that exists inside the American left that has successfully infiltrated, I believe, our government. We didn't have that to a large degree back in the day. We are saddled with it today. Is that a fair assessment? Oh, I think it's a very fair assessment. You know, we've aborted 30 years ago and wound down civics and history and the teaching of American values uh, in, in, in our schools. And that gets to uh, a place where it's rampant across our entire education system. And then when you have an administration that is not about conflict avoidance and deterrence and diplomacy, it's much more about uh, war incorporated and how does the money all work and, and, and what we see is yep. those people who are anti-American and are aiding and abetting our enemies, well, they receive comfort from the administration because it's a self-fulfilling prophecy when you go into wars and you put our people at risk with zero strategic interest behind them. You know, I know generals in the Pentagon, they know better than this. And I got to believe that they're advising the president in very different ways than what we see playing out on, on TV. But 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 this is the sad part. Today, we have forces that are at risk. We lost three more soldiers uh, in addition to those two SEALs. Mm-hmm. And and what, it's gonna, what, what that's going to cause is these calls for, well, let's go bomb the crap out of Iran. Um, okay, that's what Lindsey Graham wants to do. And, and what will that bring us? Well, we don't know because we don't have any strategic thought whatsoever exactly. about let's just drop- why... <laughs> Let's just drop bombs. I mean, what? nothing ever bad happened from that. You're absolutely right. Nikki Haley's out there spouting off that kind of nonsense as well with no strategic plan whatsoever. Where's your end game? Oh, we have no end game. We're just going to be dropping bombs. And by the way, the regime not only gives aid and comfort to those who hate America within our own country, they give aid and comfort to enemies like Iran, to Mother Russia, to China, who are our nation states who hate our country. So, Let's let's drill down into this, if we can, gentlemen, uh, th- this attack on a base in Jordan. And a lot of Americans are wondering, how the hell does this happen? If our military is focused, Colonel, on protecting our forces, on dotting I's and crossing T's, how does a drone from uh, an Iranian-backed terror group make it through our defenses and kill three Americans and injure scores of others? So let's start off with why are they there? And that's a, a question that I can't answer at this point because President Trump directed they, they be removed. And there's some chatter, credible, I believe, Chris, that this actually happened in Syria. So uh, I think the administration is trying to play, play this kabuki dance of where uh, they want to, I think they want to get us into a fight and they don't know how to, to actually fight it. Uh, it's, 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 it's a very strange thing. But President Trump had ordered, had ordered the withdrawal of those troops from that region. 
And, of course, I'm, I'll be blunt. The neocons said, yeah, screw you. We're not going to do it. And, uh, you know, Esper and, and Milley refused to accept those orders. Think about that. This is before the China thing. Now, they're there, and uh, as much as I don't necessarily agree with the policy of why they're there, because there is no policy, you need to defend them. Uh, the moment you show weakness, you dare not show weakness in a situation where you have adversaries who will do everything they can to push you. So uh, I'm not for us being there. With that said, if we're there, we need to fight. We need to be effective in defending our, our folks. And, and, Chris, you think about this. With all these recruitment problems, you see this. You see this inherent inability right? to defend our equities. Why would people sign up for that? Why would patriotic Americans from the Middle, Middle West uh, sign up cannon to fodder. essentially be, to, to, to be oh. cannon fodder and then to be said by Karine Jean-Luc Pierre, uh, whatever her name is, oh, they're defending the administration. No, they <laughs> take the, oath, the office of the American, <laughs> to the Republic, to the Constitution of the American people, not to the Joe Biden administration. But you put it all together, and it's like, no wonder nobody wants to join up, Chris. Well, I'm, I'm going to get to Corrine Jean-Luc Picard here in a second. But, but General, uh, ABC and some other publications are, are reporting that our forces thought the Iranian drone was an American drone returning back to base uh, because they were arriving nearly at the same time. Again, sure. the, the question I asked to the colonel, how does this happen? Yeah, well, I mean, they have to be right on friend or foe identifications 100% of the time. It just takes one. And if you throw enough drones and enough attacks, and we're up to over 160 so far, um, gosh, can you blame our soldiers? These were logistics troops at this, at this base. And so minimally defended, minimally manned, no rules of engagement to defend themselves. And, and, and here's the thing. In hours, I believe, we're going to now strike, and we're probably going to strike pretty hard. I'm not sure if it's going to be inside Iran, but I think Iran's going to lose some things. Um, it didn't have to get to this point. What my worry is, is that if we escalate and we get bigger, Americans still think that foreign wars happen in foreign countries. But, but there's forces here from Iran, Hezbollah, Hamas, Iranian forces, IRGC, in our country, because our number one security problem is not Iran. It's actually our southern border where Iran... Well uh, China, Russia are attacking us in droves because they come in every single day and they're killing us with their drugs. You took us right where we, we needed to go. Uh, by the way, folks, we're talking to Lieutenant Colonel uh, Tony Schaefer and Brigadier General Blaine Holt. Gentlemen, I want to play a soundbite. This is getting a lot of reportage among those who love America, are concerned about America. It's being suppressed by those who hate America in the press. This is a, a man who was confronted by a film crew out of California who was crossing the border illegally, and I just want you guys to hear this man's, uh, his stance, his worldview. Have a listen. Have a listen to this. Please, by the way, if you are smart enough, you will know who I am. But you are really not smart enough to know who I am. But soon you're going to know who I am. Very easy. Wow. Very easy. The, the entitlement, the entitlement. Uh, no, believe me, I'm much better than that. The entitlement, guys. Wow. Yeah. So the entitlement aside, Colonel, here we have a, a man who is a Middle Eastern man, uh, judging by his accent, who is saying that you, you, you're not smart enough to know who I am now, but you will know who I am. And this comes on a report that was uh, released by the Daily Caller saying that there was a, a guy on the terror watch list that was allowed to roam free here in the United States for over a year because this is how Democrats protect America. Your thoughts? Well, it's just 
you know, tickling the tail of the dragon, to use a term of, of nuclear physics. You're, you're basically trying to create a, a, some sort of implosion uh, with terrorists because you're allowing this to happen. Uh, and let me be very clear for this. This is why Mayorkas is about to be impeached. Uh, he has decided, either by direction or by his own initiative, which I don't believe it, I think it's by direction, to essentially compromise the southwest border for purposes of political gain of the left. The left believes wrongly, uh, badly wrongly, I believe, that they, they by bringing all these e- illegal immigrants in, they will create uh, a dominance in, uh, in the number of people in different areas to benefit them politically regarding the, the census. They want to have enough people to justify. That's why they fought so hard for Trump, against Trump, to not because uh, Trump wanted to not permit illegal aliens from being counted, and that's why they fought him on this. And they want. They want to have representation numbers that will overwhelm our system. They want to have a permanent underclass that serves them. And they believe that all these other things that we're saying is like, yeah, it's not, not, not only do we oppose you on that as a policy, we oppose your method, which is allowing an open border for this to happen because of this, the very thing you just mentioned and showed. We have left open uh, the border for all sorts of operatives and intelligence uh, collection folks to come across. And inevitably, eventually, we're going to have a catastrophic event where a 9-11 type attack happened. We know this. And yet, again, even our side is, is reluctant to actually jump in with the vigor it should to stop this. Yeah. Well, in general, it seems that the Republicans are hell-bent, at least in the Senate, on making sure that illegal immigration continues unabated. They are actually debating the leaked details of this immigration bill. They want to allow 5,000 illegal aliens to come into the country every yeah. single day. Which is, yes. and that's a Republican idea. We're saying, you know, we're going to solve the illegal immigration crisis Treasonous. by by make whoa, well, but by making illegal immigration legal. And I think I think you're very pointed by saying anybody floating that idea is a traitor. I am. Uh, you know, these are time for tough words because I think, Chris, I, I think we're on the eve of a, a significant loss of life here in our nation right now. The UN, International Organization uh, of Migration, run by Amy Pope, who used to be in the Obama administration out of New York, has a major headquarters on our base, on our army base in Panama. And they're led by, they have 240 NGOs that are coming together uh, while our State Department watches, managing these refugees in caravans, and they're giving them $2,200 a month. The average Social Security check in this nation is $1,400 a month. Now, here's what happens. In a couple of months... These people um, are going to start seeing those funds get cut off. What do we think these people are going to do in our nation when they're penniless, homeless, and they're looking at us, and they come and get our stuff and hurt our people? Uh, It's happening. It's already started in New York. The Roosevelt Hotel has started expelling people. Uh, New York is kicking uh, the illegals out of homeless shelters. Um, Okay, fine. Uh, What's going to happen next? Well, I can tell you what's going to happen next. It's going to end in a disaster. Um, And then add on the terror threat. And then add on the PLA, who are here as political stability units, to create other problems with cyber, with grid, uh, all those other things. But I think we're just months away from seeing that in this country. And so when I hear anybody talking about, oh, well, maybe we can compromise on 5,000 illegal, unchecked people a day, um, that's just not serious statesmanship. And Mitch McConnell's not any kind of opposition to this government at all. Yeah, he's a he's a disgrace. And by the way, uh, 90% of these people coming across do not qualify for asylum. They don't even fit the definition of refugee. 
okay, right. so look, I got about 30 seconds for you guys to react to, I think, arguably the worst press secretary, the most unqualified press secretary this <laughs> this country has ever been burdened with. Here is Corrine Jean-Luc Picard. Listen to this. <laughs> What I will say, our deepest, uh, obviously our deepest condolences uh, go out and our heartfelt condolences go out to the families uh, who lost uh, three, three brave, uh, three brave, uh, three brave, uh, three folks who are, who are military folks, who are brave, who are always fighting, who are fighting on behalf and of uh, this administration. Yeah, yeah, they're fighting on behalf of the regime. Uh, Colonel? Look, first off, it's disrespectful that she would not be clear that these folks signed up to protect the United States and the Constitution. Just say it. But they, they can't say those words. Chris, it's, it's like uh, holy water to a vampire to admit that, you know, people are patriotic <laughs> so independent nation. Yep. Yeah. So that, that's my view. Well, and in general, at least she didn't check her watch. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. Uh, anything that's got an American value to it, patriotism, uh, 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 we can stand up for our forces, we can mourn their loss. They won't have it. They won't have it. And <laughs> saying that these people are fighting for uh, a named administration, that was the truth. That was their truth. They believe yep. that there is no constitutional oath. They believe that agencies swear an oath to an administration, and that. My, that is the absolute crux or the root ball of the problem. So maybe, Kareem, let the quiet part come out loud. Right. Well, I, I've got to say, I've been saying it for years now. Democrats no longer wish to be Americans, and I think this regime demonstrates that. Lieutenant Colonel Tony Schaefer and Brigadier General Blaine Holt. Gentlemen, appreciate the time and service. Oh, Thank you. Pleasure. That puts a wrap on this Salcedo Storm podcast. Do me and yourself a favor. Visit two websites. TexasScorecard.com, that's big news in Texas. Whether it be political or big news stories impacting Texas, you're going to find it there. Also check out ChrisSalcedo.com. That's where you're going to find me. Uh, The Chris Salcedo shows on AM700 KSEV, the voice of Texas. Simulcast with Rumble and Getter and Newsmax 2. Also check out television in the afternoon on Newsmax 1, 4 o'clock in the afternoon until 5, Monday through Friday. Till we visit again, my friends, remember this. A society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by government. It is measured by how much power is reserved for you and me. We, the people. Stay vigilant out there, my friends.